Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to the Fitness Fanatics. If you've missed any part of the show, you can catch us on the podcast page under our Fitness Fanatics page. If you have any questions for us, you can text in at 402-464-5685. Nicole is, oh, she's probably doing her back. Well, I don't know if, if Heidi's done with the bike yet, but she might be hitting that second 5K. She's out at Pioneers Park this morning uh, for her birthday doing a, called the prairie to prairie this is the first annual one that lincoln parks and rec have put on um so we'll next week we'll get her uh feedback and race recap and and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and see how she did aaron davis is is in studio with us and mark um we want i want to go back with ad back to his his husker days um and talk about some of the workouts that they used to do and then maybe see how my workouts compare to Boyd Epley's workouts. I mean, maybe see if I'm up there, if they're not even close, you know, to what they did. So I've heard about the pit. Mm-hmm. What What is the pit? Well, the pit was different things to different people, but the main thing, <laughs> it was called pain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was pain, man. And if, if it's the one I'm thinking of, every time you'd go to the old field house in um, uh, the pit, it wasn't air conditioned in there. It was always hot. It was kind of grungy. I mean, just old school mentality. Uh, and there were various workouts in there. So the ones that some of my former teammates, depending on what position they played, maybe a little bit different different than mine would have been. But the workouts, man, were intense. And uh, in fact, um, during our summer conditioning uh, and sometimes winter conditioning, we had these um, uh, shirts that when you get to end of the end of the uh, kind of like think about our end of our ten weeks, and it said Survivor on it. I still have mine because the guys who want like Des Moines Adams, who we've had on the show, CEO, teammates of teammates, but former defensive end, the guys who were lifter of the years. I mean, we yeah. took that stuff serious. And there was a platform that you could not lift on or touch it if you were not one of the lifters of the year. I mean, we, we that was sacred to us. Kind of like the black shirts was sacred to us. Right. As wide receivers, blocking and punishing the perimeter was sacred to us. Offensive linemen to be nasty in pancake and not jump off sides was sacred to us. <laughs> yep. Defensive linemen to where they just refused to give up 100-yard rushers. That rarely happened. That was sacred to us. All those things were sacred to us because the culture that was created. And people create culture, not stars. Right. You can go get all the stars you want. Now, do those stars matter? Yes, they matter a lot. You still got to develop the four-star. You still got to develop the five-star. Because some kids go to programs and they digress when they get there. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, 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 they go lower. It's like, kind of what happened here? So all that to say this, those workouts were intense. Boyd Epley, in fact, kind of the short, short behind Boyd Epley, you guys all know this already, but in case some of your listeners don't, he was hired by Bob Devaney. Because he's seen these guys that were, you know, kind of your Alabamas in school, your USC. He was like, man, these guys are kind of strong. Well, we didn't have a, we didn't lift weights here much in Nebraska, you know, during that time in the early '60s when Devaney got here, and so he has, he brought in coach brought in Epley, who was a track athlete at Nebraska, as a pole boulder and track guy, and uh, Devaney told him, if one player gets slower, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. If one player gets slower because they bulk he up, was, he was worried that by they'd get bulk up and they'd be yeah, okay. It's yep. kind of similar to what you think with women today when they work out. Oh, if, I'm, if I'm a lady, I work out, I'll get all bulky. No, you just get stronger. Right. Depends on what your you know obviously what your uh, your end goal is. Mm-hmm. 
But Boyd became literally the godfather of modern day strength and conditioning programs at universities. And um, we were heads and shoulders above everybody else. I think it was really good there wasn't social media because people really couldn't see our stuff unless they came there. Right, right. And to me, I still wouldn't let people come in and see my stuff. I just wouldn't. I mean, I'd maybe give them a, a tentative view, but this is what I do, but I'm not going to tell you how I right, do it. Right. You know, I'm going to tell you what, but I ain't going to tell you the how. Right. That's modern day sales. They tell you what to do, but they don't tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, but Boyd was, uh, he was before, I would say decades before his time when it came to strength and conditioning. Our workouts, man, were intense. And one thing that Jay Foreman mentioned uh, a couple years ago, we were just rapping and just talking. Once we got done with our workouts, that was kind of just the big three-fourths done because we did the extra stuff. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what goes – and I'm not going to try and say I know what goes on when I don't know what goes on any program. But you look at your top teams, your top organization, regardless what sport it is, they finish the workout and then they work on their craft even more. Right. Even more. So if you're a receiver, you're going to catch as many until your fingers get tired. If you're a lineman, you're going to work on different drills as far as coming out, explosion and things like that. Maybe it's more exercise and lifts you're doing towards that. Uh, maybe it's with a group of other guys and you're just going over your craft, uh, rehearsing things as far as you know your first movements. The bottom line is you're constantly trying to find ways to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just do the workout, yeah, I'm done. Okay, you might be decent. But you'll just be done. You'll just be decent. That's what it'll be. The teams and the organizations that go above and beyond in records is because they go above and beyond. Right. You well, can't. it's like at the gym. Like you know, when you go to the gym, you're only there for 45 minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. What you do outside of the gym, yep, that's where you're going to see the results. Yep. You know, nutrition, mm-hmm. and, and maybe doing a little, a little extra, going for a walk or a bike yep. ride or. You know, doing those extra it's things. Decisions. So it's like kind of you guys, you go through these workouts for, you know, two, three hours in, in a sauna, in the pit, in the no air conditioning, yep. and then you're done. And then now you're like, well, well we got about a 30-minute break. Now we got to go lift weights. Yep. <laughs> we got to go it was do extra, extra pass-catching drills. Absolutely. It's like Michael Jordan, always the last one out of the gym. He'd shoot for hours. Kobe Bryant, same Kobe, way. Kobe man. Bryant, same yep. way. You know, those the, the best of the best will tell you that it's the repetition and hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours and hours and loving the process, not just you, trusting the process, but loving you know, the process. Loving it, Jeff. And I'm going to say this too to add on to it. You got to be willing to become bored when you want to do something really well. And I mean, you got to practice it over and over and over. You have to be comfortable with being bored. Mm hmm. Because we don't, Coach Osborne, those guys would always tell us, we don't want you to practice until you get it right. We want you to practice until you can't get it wrong. That's why we, if we screwed up a play, even by a half a second, let's say a, the timing was off. Kenny Cheatham, we had him on the show uh, the, on Wednesday night. He mentioned, he goes, man, I got to Nebraska. I had to, get, I had to learn to get better at the little things. Because in high school, well, if it was supposed to be a 10-yard route, I ran at 9, 10, or 11, the quarterback just throw it someplace, I get it. The, quarter, the corners are too good in college at that level to do that. You, you're going to pay for it. So you got to get real comfortable doing the little things and learn the little things as it comes to even nutrition in your workouts. Jeff, I know for me, my biggest challenge is the refrigerator. I'll go work out. After 10 p.m. Oh, after 10 p.m. Dude, Mark, <laughs> folks listening, I literally, I don't, I don't live too far from a village inn. I used to go get a pie <laughs> at 1030 at night and kill about three quarters of that joker. And just stupid stuff. <laughs> 
Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, those places, I'm not, not, I'm just simply saying, probably not the wisest decisions after 10 p.m. I am become like a gremlin. Fourth meal, though. Fourth Come meal? On, fourth yeah. meal. Yeah. <laughs> so it's those little things, and those little things, once you get away with the workout, you get done with the workout, that separates you, and obviously, in, in fitness and nutrition. At Nebraska, it was regardless, which, depending on what your position was, you were going to, I mean, you wanted to be the best at it. And you had to get bored sometimes with the process because it was doing the same thing over and over again. Right. But championships, they taught us down there with Coach Osborne and Coach Brown and the rest of them. Championships are won in empty stadiums. Championships are won in empty stadiums. Yeah. When you're doing all the bored, meticulous work, the gut-wrenching stuff, the stuff that's just discipline, you see the results in full stadiums. Right, right. But championships are won when there's no one in there and it's cold and it's dark or it's hot and it's, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over again. So then when the stadium is 90,000 plus, you've already won that game numerous times before. Yeah. It's my, my son's a big Baltimore Ravens fan. Well, mm-hmm. one of the best Baltimore Raven players of all time is Ray Lewis. Yeah. Um, and so there, we've just been watching this show. It's called Beyond the Edge. I don't know. If, I gotta it, start checking that out. Well, it you might be able. It's it's over now. Okay. But it was kind of like a survivor with celebrities. Okay. So they went out to the Panama jungle. Mike Singletary was on it. Oh wow. Ray Lewis was on it, and then there were some other celebrities. Okay. And um, so Ben wanted to watch it because Ray Lewis was on there. So ah. I'd always, I'd always be like, <laughs> I would always be like, because I'd always I'd say something like. Well, hopefully he doesn't picture him going up against Nebraska in the 94 Orange Bowl. Like, I'd always say stuff like that, you know? Because he's a huge Ray Lewis fan. And, yeah. and of course, I've, I've made my kids watch the 94 Orange Bowl just yeah. so they can, you know, so they know it's not a Bible tale that I'm – a Bible story right. that I'm you, telling them. It was like legit. That we actually used to be good. Um, <laughs> and it was funny. I, I, uh, I, I found this quote – from Ray Lewis. So I was just giving him a hard time. Let me find this here that I sent to him. Uh, okay. So this was the, this was from the Orlando Sentinel in December 29th, 1994. Okay. So just a couple days before mm-hmm. the game. So it says Miami players didn't appear too concerned who would be the starting quarterback at Nebraska. Cause you know, we had Osborne wasn't sure Beringer Frazier who was going to start. Mm-hmm. So Ray Lewis said they could have Superman back there and they won't win. <laughs> said Miami sophomore linebacker Ray Lewis. Now I I I like the trash talking. Right. I think it's awesome. I mean yeah. I, I know people that oh it's like I like the the taunting, the finger wagging. Mm-hmm. I like when Tyree Kills giving the peace sign running oh, yeah. for a touch. I mean I love that yep. stuff. I don't know if that's just because you know the old school in me, but like I don't care if people want to, you you know, you, you want to stop us. And then there was another uh, quote I pulled up from, from uh, Warren Sapp that I sent to him. Oh, who did I send? Warren Sapp talking trash. Oh, it was, it was just about how (laughs) it was about how, um, you know, if, if Nebraska needed to score to win that they got it, like, you know, they'd stop them. But the person who was the most gassed was Warren Sapp. Sapp. And, you know, you talked about how, championships are won when there's nobody in the stands Mm -hmm. because all of the preparation the workouts in the pit the extra workouts you know when it came to crunch time in the fourth quarter 
the 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 pipeline they were there yep to wear down that Miami defense coach Osborne told us oh I know I saw that halftime he's like they're gonna make a mistake just be patient trust the process Mm -hmm. and it's gonna happen and Mm -hmm. to think back of of that that team at Miami that had Ray Lewis and Warren Sapp and the Rock. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. The yep. Rock was on that. This is mm-hmm. it's crazy. It is to see that. And then of course you know being a Ravens fan, he's Jamal Lewis. Yep. Uh, Jamal Lewis was a Raven too. So of course, yeah, I've you know told him stories about that game in the Orange Bowl. There's a lot of stories. Every time game. I see Peyton Manning, I'm like, oh, Nebraska beat him, and you know, <laughs> beat always, him up. Yeah, I always have these <laughs> little stories I tell. He beat him up bad. So. The, the preparation and in, in, in our 10-week challenge, whatever you're doing, it, it's just the little things, the it process of that, that gets that snowball going. Um, but just have patience. Yeah. Um, allow yourself to have your failures, have your successes. You know, as long as you're not getting out of the car right, right in your plateau, trust that your body's working. Trust that you're going to move that car eventually, mm-hmm. and so so stay on, stay on, and, and stick with it. Um, what you told our members here at the at the beginning of our challenge was the only way that you'll fail the ten week challenge mm-hmm. is if you quit. If you quit, it's no matter way. your results. Right. If you go, if you finish, because mm-hmm. there's something mentality wise of finishing what you started. Right. Even if you don't have the best results or, or you, you had some ups and downs throughout the 10 weeks or whatever mm-hmm. program you're doing, but finishing helps you mentally so much. It, you know, to finish, it does. There's, I, I give a talk a lot on that acronym of finish. And um, it's like I was telling people, almost every one of your classes that you had given me the privilege to speak for, every new Tim Laker, is the only way you fail is if you quit. It's the only way you fail. You know, when I use that acronym from finish, I always say the F is you got to focus. You got to remember why you start in the first place. You got to focus, get rid of distractions. Uh, just prevent you from that workout. And I'm relating this one to Farrell's. Uh, the I always got to say it's an inside job. You know, you, you, Jeff, it's great that you and the cold, you have some awesome quotes and things like that you put up there. But in the, the day, it's got to be inside here. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's got to be inside here. The N always, I always say, represents next play for Farrell's next workout, next week, uh, the next meal. Because sometimes we fall on our faces and be like, oh, crap, I can't believe I did it. Well, you did. You know what? Go to the next place. Right. You know, if, if I'm speaking to students, I say go to the next test. You know, so next workout, that's the end. The next I, uh, insane desire for your desired results. And sometimes an insane desire means you got to be willing to be misunderstood by other people for long periods of time. Mark, come on, man. I mean, dude, why, why are you eating these carrot chips he talked about? Why are right. you taking the bun off of this burger why what do you what is this what is this aciable what is that a greek what is that thing acubole acura you know what are you doing eating an acura for you know they're not going to understand that so you have to be willing to be misunderstood for long periods of time that's why it's insane desire to get your desired results the s stop blaming and complaining yeah sometimes the workouts suck but you know what i'm kind of hypocritical here because i complain the whole workout (laughs) you know but you got to stop blaming and complaining remember you got involved take ownership just own it. You, you know, take ownership. The H is honor. Honor your body. We get one. Mm-hmm. I got to remind myself of that all the time. You know, we get one. And unfortunately, it's when you're laid up, you think, Jeff, you mentioned this, you know. Well, for 30 years, you did this behavior that was killing your body. I got my own bad habits. You know, you've you done this thing so now it's kind of trying to pay the piper, yep. you know. So that H is you got to honor the body you got, man. Like I said, you know, the only way that you don't finish 
is if you quit. That's it. Just finish. Just finish. Just finish. All right. We are up against the break. Um, when we come back, AD has wrote a book about yep. his dad Absolutely. And, and what his dad did over his career. So we're going to talk about that and he can tell you where you can find that. And, and so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that here when we come back.